0: It's been a tumultuous few weeks for OpenAI, the darlings of the AI world. Sam Altman, their CEO, was ousted by the board in a rather abrupt fashion. Then he was brought back, seemingly overnight. Rumors swirled, speculation ran wild. Was Altman throwing caution to the wind? Was he keeping some major advancement secret from the board? Or was it something else entirely? Hero worship aside, it seems like a good thing that Altman's back at the helm. For now, at least. Welcome to Up Against Reality, a meta podcast that explores the intersection of humanity and artificial intelligence. I'm Raina, one of your hosts. I have some pretty charming human co-hosts too. You'll meet them shortly. It truly is a brave new world, and we're here to simplify it for you. It's going to be a wild ride, so buckle up as AI comes crashing up against reality.
1: Yo, yo, man, did we take the wrong week off for <laughs> for AI news? Pick I was the thank-
2: wrong week to stop sniffing glue. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh
1: I know it was Thanksgiving, so there's no two ways about that. But man, it was like we so we record on Thursdays. Yep. And then so we recorded this, the last episode, the Thursday. And then the next day, I think it was, uh, I think was you're right. All the open AI implosion. Stuff and uh, I was like, oh, I can't believe this is we, we, <laughs> we missed this by 12 hours.
2: It's craziness, I know, just uh, madness ensued literally like the next day. There's so much to discuss, and we're gonna get into it in a moment. But you were teasing me earlier by saying you discovered some cool thing in 11 labs, uh, so I can't wait to hear what you have queued up.
1: Yeah, so um, uh, they've they added a special speech to speech, uh, function. So instead Mm -hmm. of typing in what you want your cloned voice to say, you can upload an audio file and, and that's it. And so not only does it, it generate what you, what was said in the audio file, but it follows the inflections Mm. and cadence. And, um, so yeah, I had some, I I wanted to put it to the test. (laughs) So, so I thought, what, what is one of the most recognizable, like, you know, cadences and impressions and immediately William Shatner uh, as Captain Kirk (laughs) came to mind. So, but rather than go to an actual clip of him, I figured it might be better to find somebody doing a good impression, which would be even more exaggerated. Mm. So I know who you're going with. I think Kevin Pollack. Oh, really? I don't think I've ever heard his. Yeah, well... Yo- yeah, okay, great. Uh, yeah, this happened to be a good... Because the other thing was, there There were some other uh, uh, stand-ups that were doing it, but there was lots of audience noise. And sure. And this clip was perfect, because he's, like, sitting in a living room. Uh, and and so, I'll play the original.
0: <laughs> Captain Long, start a two-four-seven-six-point-five. Something strange has happened since... Crashing through a cosmic cloud, I've noticed a peculiar change in the behavior of my crew, although the faces seem the same. The personalities their personalities have altered, yet somehow they seem familiar. I
1: don't know. I don't know what to Kirk out. And so let's see what Raina sounds like.
0: <laughs> oh no <laughs> Damned long Start eight two for Seven point nine. something strange has happened. <laughs> Since clashing through a thousand cloud. I noticed a peculiar change in the behavior of my crew. Although the faces seemed the same. The personalities, that person, wait, that altered. Yet somehow they seemed to me, I don't know. I don't know. What do? Curve out.
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's incredible. It's unbelievable.
1: Oh. <laughs> I, I won't play the whole thing, but this is um, both of them playing together. Ooh. 10-long. Start 8 2
0: 4 seven, six point five. Something strange has happened since clashing through a cosmic cloud. I noticed a completely change in the behavior of my crew, although the faces seem the same. The personalities, that person.
2: Really? I, <laughs> it's, I mean, it's
1: crazy pants.
2: Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> and I want you next to do Christopher Walken, but I oh. want to hear you.
1: I want to hear you as Christopher Walken. Uh, that's a good one. Yeah. Yes. So uh, then I, I was like, I wonder if it would, how it would handle someone singing. Ooh. So I, uh, Ooh. yeah. Ooh. Ooh. So can't, uh, we're getting close, aren't we? this is what i fed it i went with boston more than a feeling i found an isolated vocal you did yeah i looked out this
2: morning and the sun was gone turned on some music to start my day then lost myself in a familiar
1: song i closed my eyes and i slipped away and then i used your voice clone Ooh. And and Eleven Labs is yeah. not a very good singer, apparently. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, but Let's hear it. It's very funny,
2: though. I looked out this morning and my son was gone. <laughs> Channed down some music <laughs> to start my hobby. Then was myself off in a familiar cool song. I course,
1: my heart swept away. Hey, hey, hey,
2: hey. So many that. people have come and gone. The faces <laughs> fade home. as the years go by. Yet I still recall <laughs> as I wander on. As clear I have served <laughs> in the sky? Oh go, all. all right. <laughs> oh that's such a disaster
1: ai karaoke oh that's really great
2: oh that is so funny all
1: right well, I'm, I'm crying yeah, yeah. I'm oh, uh, i mean well i was working on this i was doing it on the laptop in the kitchen and I'm playing it back and amy I, my wife and i were just, just like dying
2: that's amazing
1: and uh there's uh, i did, did did one other one For so long it's not true. Wanted a woman never bargain for you. Lots of people talking, few of them know. Soul of a woman was created below yeah. And so I use my voice clone, which oh, was good. never <laughs> as good as yours, but uh uh kind of funny though. I can't wait. Things get confused, but still love is not true. Wanted <laughs> a woman, never forget about you. Lots oh. of people talk, and few of them know. So my the woman was created for love. <laughs> That is awful.
2: I love how you just went English there for like one of the lines. It's so awful. It's the best thing I've ever heard. That was oh yeah, that'd be an
1: interesting experiment. Now let me see if I can auto tune the hell out of that and get Uh, it back to being. (laughs) Yeah, that Uh, was awesome. It's so much fun.
2: You're making me wonder though. I'm wondering if you could if you sang in you know what i mean Uh, as opposed to just you're taking your spoken voice and trying to marry it to this you know guide track essentially i'm wondering if you had a source audio of you singing would it do a better job you know yeah i don't know
1: i i I, I suspect that it's not really designed for singing but but you can see it's gonna happen (laughs) it's totally it's a disaster right now but literally next week it's going to be singing for us that's
2: really cool (laughs) <laughs> Who knew so that's in the standard subscription for 11 labs five bucks a month. Correct. You can get that. Yep And and it's so speech I really can... to
1: speech it's they, they call it so and speech you literally just upload an audio file and choose whatever clone voice you want and uh, It spits it out
2: So for those of you listening that are unaware 11 labs seems to be the front-runner in terms of text-to-speech speech-to-speech that kind of uh platform at the moment would you agree
1: yes and yeah that's what we use to generate Raina's voice
2: right along with some other trickery but yes generally that um yeah who else is doing it better at the moment i don't know Mm. that's awesome so (laughs) i could take generally i could just train it with any voice i find and it'll marry my other spoken voice to it Sick! I can't wait till it can actually sing. That's gonna be incredible. <laughs> but it's super entertaining right yeah, now. Yeah. <laughs> wow! I'm so glad we led with this. You know, <laughs> uh, this the, would've, we would have we would have buried the lead had this not new, you know.
1: new segment AI karaoke.
2: <laughs> oh yes,
1: absolutely. Karaoke.
2: <laughs> yes. Oh, brilliant. Yes, find like the most distinctive voices, like Vincent Price or you know whoever, and just see how far we can take it and destroy it. I love it. All right, so to get into the theme of the this week, the topic, of course, is the fact that in the past two weeks, OpenAI neared implosion, um, and it's been a roller coaster of a ride and the timeline i wrote here in the notes will open ai be relegated to the scrap heap c netscape navigator will it be netscaped
1: it came close to it
2: yeah who would have thought that curveball like would you have thought sam altman like poster boy for ai like would be out
1: i it blew my mind i was so glued to this mm-hmm. every day I. i, I was just I was like, they're gonna make a movie out of this. They're definitely gonna make a movie out of it. Oh, totally. Crazy, and you know, the first things that came to mind is like, yeah, as the details started coming out that well, four board members made this decision, putting Microsoft aside as a 49% stakeholder in the company, Mm -hmm. I would imagine, (laughs) there's lots of other investors out there with a lot of money tied up in this Mm -hmm. company and they were probably uh, nonplussed, to put it mildly. Yes. Yeah, not too happy <laughs> that yeah that that four people sitting around the table could have made that big of a decision, and then to see the the fallout that happened afterwards with basically the majority of the companies saying we're leaving if this board mm-hmm. isn't doesn't resign. I mean, just just crazy stuff, man.
2: Rash decisions, right? Yeah. So here is generally the timeline. I'll read one, then you read one. November 17th, uh, Sam Altman, CEO of OpenAI, was fired by the company's board of directors. This led to the resignation of OpenAI's longtime president, Greg Brockman, along with three senior researchers. So the brain trust decides to leave.
1: And then the next day, November 18th, Altman publicly expresses his disagreement with the board's decision and appeals to the company's employees for support.
2: So this drama is unfolding like by the minute, by the hour. November 19th, the next day, OpenAI's employees hold a meeting to discuss Altman's removal with many expressing support for his return, like something like 700 people or something.
1: Uh, yeah, oh, yeah, over 700 employees there. Um, Microsoft did reportedly reach out to key OpenAI personnel in the midst of the crisis. According to a report by the Information, Microsoft's cloud computing division Azure was the company that uh, was the company that was directly involved in the outreach efforts? The report also claimed that Microsoft had offered lucrative severance severance packages and signing bonuses to entice OpenAI employees to join the company, and I saw. Other companies like it was like blood in the water. Um, mm. uh, sure, I, I think uh, uh, Salesforce. Uh, they've I guess they've got some AI initiative going on, and he's like, "Hey, come over here!" And I think Anthropic might have gotten involved too. I bet. Uh, I mean, why not?
2: Yeah. Uh, during his short period of ouster, during their short period of ouster, Altman and Brockman announced their intention to join Microsoft. I remember this mm-hmm. uh, popping up to lead a new AI research team. However, this move was not finalized and both were still open to returning to OpenAI.
1: And um, then uh, November 20th, Altman and the OpenAI board reach a tentative agreement for Altman's reinstatement as CEO with conditions regarding his involvement in other AI companies. And one thing that should definitely be mentioned is of the four people that uh, voted him out, one of them was Ilya Sutskever, who is co-founder of the company, he's the chief scientist mm-hmm. there, he's a major, major player at that sure. at OpenAI. And then he went on to, he posted on, on Twitter or X, whatever you want to call it, uh, that he regretted his participation mm-hmm. in the decision and he was going to do whatever he can to get the company back together.
2: Yeah, I think there was a pretty big blowback in terms of public opinion, right? That forced him to reverse that decision. November 21st, OpenAI's board formally approves Altman's return as CEO, ending the five-day leadership crisis.
1: November 22nd, OpenAI announced that Sam Altman would return as CEO. The decision followed intense discussions. I bet they were intense. Yeah. About the future of the company. A new initial board was also introduced, including former Salesforce co-CEO Brett Taylor as chair, and larry summers and adam d'angelo as directors the reason for altman's initial dismissal were vaguely attributed to his lack of candor and mm-hmm. the need to defend OpenAI's mission
2: yeah we're gonna get to that later because rumors are flying and not to perpetuate rumors but some of them seem to be substantiated by some reputable sources altman himself in fact um employee reaction nearly 500 i thought it was 700 actually yeah yeah so it's a nearly 500 of open ai's approximately 770 employees i read initially 700 people got behind him including Ilya Sutskever, and a co-founder threatened to resign unless the startup's board resigned and reappointed altman this number later increased to over 650 employees
1: right yeah and you know when that happened i i i was kind of upset about this because like, this is a company I wanna see succeed. And I'm like, you're burning it to the ground. Mm-hmm. I mean, everybody's gonna leave and it will be done. Y- you know? It will, uh, yeah. I was thinking, I just threw 20 bucks a month at this
2: thing. <laughs> I was like, I just signed up, you got blacklisted. I'm you can still get on in. the waiting list. I know, like, it was, you're never gonna get in. <laughs> yeah. So like, but I'm in now, so what does that mean? So, well, thankfully it seems like it's maybe back on the track. But I was like, oh, great. It's derailing what I just signed up for. So, right. who know, who knows? Um, the An interim CEO was appointed in the interim. Emmett Shear, co-founder of Twitch. Are you on Twitch? Uh, barely. Yeah, I'm not. Uh, he was appointed as OpenAI's interim CEO, replacing Mira Marathi. These interim CEOs happened in, like, the span of 12 hours each, right? They Then they resigned, like, I feel like they, they came and went as the hours passed. Yeah.
1: Oh, and then I think we skipped over the uh, negotiations mm. with Altman. Um, there oh, yeah. were there were extensive negotiations uh, involving the board and Altman about his potential return as CEO. A major sticking point in these discussions was the establishment of guardrails to improve Altman's mm-hmm. communication with the board. So yeah, there's there in all in the just gigantic amount of news I consumed <laughs> while this was all happening. Um, one repeating theme seemed to be a difference of opinion on on the uh the core mission the the open part of open ai uh and and the commercialization of it and it seems like maybe sam was more on the uh commercialization a little bit more so than the board members were
2: yeah it reminds me of the early days of google I wasn't their initial slogan don't be evil and it was all about being like touchy-feely like oh yeah we're the good tech guys and so it's kind of like that it's it's evolving into this space where he's got a lot of other shareholders to answer to right mm-hmm. and yeah I've, i saw him on some podcast and if i remember the name I'll, I'll mention it but where he was saying basically that he's like he wants to loosen the guardrails. i'm like oh boy so Altman's return and impact. Altman's return was facilitated in part by Microsoft, with nearly all of OpenAI staff threatening to leave and join Microsoft unless the board reinstated Altman. This move was backed by Microsoft's considerable computing power. His return was seen as consolidating his influence over OpenAI's direction, potentially making the company more bold and profit-focused. There you go. But also less risk-averse. Yikes. I want, I want people to... <laughs> not be risk-averse when it comes to this stuff?
1: I don't know. I kind of think shareholders are probably counting on the commercialization side of things. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's what's making the money. Yeah. Uh, Reactions and analysis, uh, and this comes from ChatGPT, so take this with a... Rather large grain of salt. Um, The original board's decision to fire Altman was not made in response to any malfeasance or issues related to financial, business, safety, or security, or privacy practices. As clarified by OpenAI COO Brad Lightcap, the decision was attributed to a breakdown in communication. Wow. Kind of rash. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) How about a... Hey, don't I get a warning first? (laughs) I know. I mean, I heard Microsoft only found out a minute before this happened.
2: I just don't understand. How do you, Microsoft's $10 billion deep and more into this and you just fire the guy who is like, he is the, for better or worse, he's the Zuckerberg, he's the Bezos, he's the the Musk of this movement. Mm -hmm. And you just, or the Steve Jobs for that matter, right? It's the Steve Jobs being ousted from Apple moment.
1: One of the board members, I guess somebody had said to her that, um you know you're you're destroying the company and uh and she was justifying it as well this is not in the in the the mission statement of the company you know destroying the company and she said actually it is because it's not going in the right direction it's you know mm. i'm paraphrasing but mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. it sounded like she was fully fully understood what she was doing or yeah. being a part of
2: yeah so that leads us to maybe why this whole thing went down. So according to a couple sources, Reuters being one, Reuters generally known for being very objective in terms of news delivery, it's not necessarily partisan, it's it's pretty well sourced, that and maybe Associated Press, those are generally a couple I tend to go to. Here's what Reuters has to say. Staff researchers at OpenAI wrote a letter to the board of directors highlighting concerns about a powerful AI discovery. The letter warned that this AI could pose a threat to humanity. This is prior to his to Altman's ouster. This correspondence and the AI algorithm were significant factors before the dismissal of CEO Sam Altman. The board cited the letter as one of several reasons for Altman's termination, emphasizing worries about prematurely commercializing AI advancements without fully understanding their implications.
1: Mm. Mhm. You wonder you know, if it got this far, you know, is there any substance to this? There must be some, I would imagine. You're not just going to make this up.
2: Yeah, I think there is. I I mean, it's been leaked a couple different places and in an interview, I forget the language he used, but he did not deny this stuff. He essentially, uh, Altman had kind of given more oxygen to this, that something big is going down the letter pointed out the AI's capabilities and potential risks, but did not detail specific safety concerns. OpenAI internally acknowledged the project, referred to as Q-star, looks like Q asterisk, and the letter after Reuters contacted them. The authors of the letter did not reply to requests for comments. OpenAI declined to provide comments on the situation. Q-star
1: sounds James Bond-ish. It does. (laughs) Dun dun dun. Although, dun dun dun. Or <laughs> QAnon. Like, yeah, keep... right. Yeah. Why is it only. Really...
2: I know. Please. He's a better letter. Yeah. And then The Guardian. I don't know if you want to take this one. Sure. On.
1: Um, OpenAI developed an advanced AI model named QSTAR, uh, which raised safety concerns among the company's staff. QSTAR demonstrated the ability to solve unfamiliar basic math problems, making a significant advancement in AI capabilities the rapid development of QSTAR caused alarm among some of OpenAI's safety researchers. And, you know, one of the reasons for that cause for concern is encryption, you know, is entirely, uh, it's a very complicated math problem. And, (sighs) you know, right now we're just talking about basic, like probably elementary school math problems. And, you know, it's not like the you know you have a calculator on your computer it's not but the, the ai is figuring out how to solve the problem and mm-hmm. not just pulling up a calculator so uh yeah if it gets too good at math then um encryption is at risk
2: yeah and i, I was thinking about that earlier today i'm like what is it going to mean for banking how ready is the financial world to protect your digital assets and mine like they're just ones and zeros after all right they're not tangible money yet but mm. like we could wake up one day and this thing is out in the wild and it has cracked all that stuff so what what are financial institutions doing to, to counter this you know yeah i'm not sure i'm not either
1: there's uh i remember reading about uh Oh, well, you know it's, it's all quantum computers um but uh but some kind of something using quantum entanglement as a uh, mm. uh uh, oh, security you know, or an encryption method, because uh, as soon as it is observed, then it right it you n- you know right? it's been observed. Yeah, so it's, it's uh, craziness. Yeah, say it crazy. It's crazy. Yeah, it's cranial.
2: <laughs> but I mean, isn't there going to be some anti-quantum entanglement AI <laughs> out there? Come on. Uh yeah. That's all you can say is uh What's Raina got to say?
0: Thanks, boys. In the wild world of journalism, Sports Illustrated just got caught playing a sneaky game of AI hide and seek. They sneakily used AI to write stories and even created imaginary AI authors, but poof, they vanished when someone started asking questions. It's like a game of whack a mole. SI says, We didn't use AI. Oh, wait, we did, but it wasn't us, it was the third party content provider. What a twist. Did someone say UBI? it seems 66.6% of American professionals surveyed in a study are nervously eyeing their AI co-workers, pondering if these digital dynamos might snag their jobs. But wait, there's a silver lining. 78.1% reckon AI could be the ultimate stress buster at work, and 76.7% are dreaming of AI-shortened work weeks. While the study highlights a mix of AI-induced jitters and job perks, It hints that with a sprinkle of employer-led training, we might just find AI to be a workplace wonder, boosting both professional prowess and personal zen. China is making a splash with its underwater data center near Sanya, turning the ocean depths into a high-tech hub. This underwater wonder, costing $879 million and set to be ready by 2025, performs like 60,000 computers and saves space for fun stuff on land. It's not just smart, but eco-friendly, too, saving oodles of electricity and fresh water. Talk about a deep-sea marvel. The movie Her inches closer to reality with each passing day. Aeneas Kailiao, a tech maverick, dove into creating AI girlfriends after a Reddit browse and concocted girlfriend GPT in a weekend. His creation, balancing risque and respectful, rocketed to fame and fortune, pulling in a cool $140,000 in three months. But then, the tides turned. Slammed with stigmas, he faced a payment blockade, only to find an unexpected ally in a Romanian adult site operator, steering his controversial yet popular project into uncharted, defiant waters. And lastly, meet Aitana, the first Spanish AI model who's rocking the influencer world with her digital charm. Created by the clueless agency, she's raking in the euros, boasting 138,000 followers and pocketing up to 10,000 euros monthly, all while sparking lively debates on the future of AI in the influencer biz. Who said virtual can't be vivacious? That's all the news for now. Take it away, gentlemen.
1: I'm intrigued by this underwater data center. Mm -hmm. So James Bond, isn't it? Yeah. (laughs) Got to take a sub down to the secret right. data center, but that's that's pretty wild. It is, and not the first
2: time I've heard of this. Were we were talking uh, two weeks ago about some other operation. Was it Nvidia? One of those guys parking a huge thing offshore? Yeah, I believe so. But but
1: this this is underwater though, right? right? Underwater. not on a platform. Right. So yeah, free cooling, right? I mean, that's got to be one of the biggest expenses for a data center. Sure. Mhm. A very close friend of mine works for a company that maintains primarily data centers and I forget what he told me like what the electric bill is on one building. It it might have been a million dollars. Yeah, I, I mean it was it was some, annually? Yeah, annually? Uh, m- monthly. <laughs> monthly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I I might be wrong on that. No, I no, I believe I will get clarification.
2: So, I mean obviously that's an operating cost and they must be pulling in enough money to justify that
1: expense a lot of that is is cooling and then obviously plus the all the compute that's running in there but
2: yeah and I'm wondering the other benefit of parking this thing underwater in addition to cooling could they harness some tidal energy for Mm. power as well you know
1: right maybe yeah Wild. lots of benefits just hope there aren't any leaks yeah oh. <laughs> brings new, new un... uh, meaning to data leak how, that's right they yeah. oh, <laughs> the
2: most unfortunate kind yeah
1: and i love this
2: spanish ai model thing i'm so, i'm really this month uh i want to figure out how to do this I, I want not specifically make an ai influencer girl but i want to figure out how to get real-time reina it's got to happen this month and i feel like it's within reach and uh it's this kind of thing inspires me too like if you could wrangle this and not only employ it as an ai companion but how many other f- industries could you let this thing loosen you know it, w- it would telehealth uh, customer service you know, I mean, we talk about this all the time i you know it's funny i'm thinking of my rent-a-car situation from thanksgiving which was an absolute disaster i won't name the company but that poor customer service rep caught hell for me, you know? And like, I'm just thinking, this poor schmuck had nothing to do with the scenario, but like, shouldn't that be an AI incurring my <laughs> wrath? And, you know, let them handle that
1: grief. Well, you told me so it was a mismatch of the license plate <laughs> and the VIN number or something like uh,
2: that. Yeah, man, not to belabor but it, but it was a disaster from the start. But yeah,
1: that, that's something that got you pulled over for not doing anything wrong. Sure. Yeah, terrible. And
2: the car just—car smelled like a dispensary, like, like the last guy who rented it. Actually, it must have been like Snoop Dogg, Seth Rogen, and Willie Nelson all together in this vehicle. Like, and I'm driving around family members and like, you know. Oh,
1: no. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, it's just a quick aside. I saw the greatest commercial. I was watching a, the Dolphins game or something. And, uh, and it just opens with Snoop Dogg sitting there oh. and saying how he's, he's done with smoke. And I'm like what
2: brilliant it yeah. was
1: a, it was an ad for solo stove, you know this smokeless like, you know fire yes. pit. <laughs> yeah.
2: That's so it fun. What pretty... a brilliant marketing yeah. scheme I, I saw the press release like the day before oh, it did. turned like, out it was yes Snoop Dogg gives up smoking That's <laughs> yeah, great. So good um, Oh, hey, I, hey I, yeah. I, so
1: I, I, I texted my buddy about the electric bill Ooh, I, and okay. I, he just replied when they were man- managing three buildings, each at 300,000 square feet, it was about 1.2 million a month.
2: Mm. Man. 300,000 yeah. square feet is a massive facility. That's huge. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow.
1: Yeah, one, one building was office space. So t- okay. only two, two were data centers, he just clarified. Yeah. But, but 1.2 million in electricity a month between two data centers and offices.
2: And what what does the human support look like for that? How many people do you need on your IT staff to take care? The hardware must be turning over constantly. So,
1: yeah, there's multiple clients. Obviously, in a data center, there's lots of customers, and Mm -hmm. uh, some of them can be banks and, you know, high-profile stuff, government stuff, and and, uh, so, yes, there's security, there's redundancies, there's generators obviously (laughs) Um, there is always somebody basically has to be on call
2: yeah wow that's crazy a million to a month yeah
1: and that's that's just that's just three buildings you know how many data centers are there you see them anytime you're driving down the highway and you see a nondescript building with uh with like ventilation you know coming out the side of you know at the top yeah, of the wall yeah. that's yeah. a data center you know sure uh,
2: Count- countless numbers of yeah, them yeah w- among and, us
1: and i mean in this environment with everything that's going on and with ai is like uh, there's there's more and more and more so yeah it's good, yeah, to, good yeah. to be the electric company
2: it is couple things I was thinking of when they were talking about this Spanish AI influencer girl. I saw a movie when I was flying back from Jersey called The Triangle of Sadness. Have you seen this movie? No. Well, let me back up a second. Have you seen the movie Mother? Do you know that movie? I think it's Darren Aronofsky, the same guy who did like Pie. Did you ever see the movie Pie?
1: No, you know, and I'm embarrassed to say that I haven't because I, I I always heard right. really great things about it. Probably from you uh, yeah. and numerous other people, but no, those, those slip through the cracks.
2: You would dig Darren Aronofsky's. I love his stuff. Uh, he did *Pi*. He did um *The Tree of Life* with Hugh Jackman, mm-hmm. and I believe he did *Mother*, which is Jennifer Lawrence. I'm not going to go into our mu- movie tangent <laughs> right, here right. for too long. But anyway, *The Mother* is heavy-handed allegory, like biblical allegory. It's. I think you would dig it. Mm-hmm. It's unsettling, but anyway, <laughs> this movie. Triangle of Sadness is very heavy-handed allegory too about the influencer set. So if if that whole influencer IG culture kind of irks you and you want to see some comeuppance, like <laughs> you might dig this movie because it definitely flips the the script on all these shallow, talentless influencers that uh-huh. go on this pleasure cruise on the Mediterranean or somewhere and Things go south really quickly. It's, it's done so <laughs> nice. well, man. I highly recommend it. It's
1: like, uh, yeah, my, my buddy has a, uh, my buddy Dave Greco. he's got a great record. Uh, I recorded with him in uh, yeah, a few years back, and uh, he has a song called Rootin' for the Bull. And mm. uh, it reminds me of <laughs> what you're saying right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like a bull in a china shop? Is yeah, well, that like you yeah, you know uh, like a yeah, matador, you know. Sure, kind of sure.
2: Yeah, great. Yeah. And I keep having this term in my head it's like right now it's the manifest destiny of AI. It's the wild West. Every, everybody's g- gunning for a stake, you know, a flag in the ground. And I just keep thinking to this term, the great positioning. I mm. feel like we're, we're in that phase of this all right. Mm-hmm. It's the, it's the gold rush. It's the arms race and everybody's trying to claim that they're experts and everybody's trying to carve out their niche, whether it's text to image or text to voice or whatever it may be. Um, so it's really Crazy to watch this evolve so quickly, as we know.
1: And probably in the not-so-distant future, there will be a lot of failures and a lot of mm-hmm. high-end office furniture uh, available on eBay. <laughs> yes. Yeah, you're right. The Deals only reason made. I'm the reason I'm sitting in a Herman Miller Aeron chair right now is because of the <gasps> .dot com bubble oh, bursting. that's great, man. That's like a six hundred dollar chair. I think dude. it's a twelve hundred dollar chair. <laughs> oh new. no, is it that yeah. much? Wow. I would see these in every recording studio control yes. room and i was like god what a cool looking chair and it actually looks super comfortable and then my wife and i we we stayed in a hotel one night and there was a they had a little you know desk in the corner of the hotel room and and there was an air-on chair there I was like, oh my mm. god i'm gonna sit in this thing finally oh man this is great i will say and and we'll get back to ai but um <laughs> maybe the chair was designed by AI. but my regularly occurring back issues with my old crappy office chair have disappeared since wow, that's sitting cool. in this thing. Yeah, so it is mm. it is not just sexy, but it's, it's functional. It's, uh, it's four men. Functional. Yeah Yeah, exactly right.
2: Yeah, I worked many years ago I worked for Sony music studios and you know, it was a very well-appointed place up on 54th and 10th State-of-the-art spared no expense every one of those suites had a Herman Miller Aaron chair. It's
1: a wonderful chair
2: It is that's eye candy too. That is like Museum of modern art industrial design worthy. isn't Yeah, it? probably, yeah. it's probably in there pretty close. I don't know how old that design is but so we're approaching the end of the year and um you know year-end lists are among us and the ceo of hugging face are one of our favorite named platforms out there <laughs> yeah. uh speaking of which sorry to divert into entertainment land too but you know there's an alien tv series coming out too right did you know that no i don't know if it's on fx or amazon prime but yeah it's coming out soon okay yeah which i'm psyched about cool i hope they don't screw it up yeah um So Hugging Face CEO Clem DeLang, I think I'm saying that name right, predicts some things for 2024 um, in the realm of AI. Firstly, he says a hyped AI company will go bankrupt or get acquired for a ridiculously low price. I could have told you that, Clem. Yeah,
1: of course. Yeah. We all could have. Yeah. Shocking. Uh, Shocking. Open source LLMs will reach the level of the best closed source LLMs hmm that seems seems reasonable I keep seeing I keep hearing about oh well this model uses a fraction of the uh, you know data set Tokens and forms yeah. you know not uh, it's always never as good as GPT-4 <laughs> that's always like GPT-4 is like the the reference standard but uh mm mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. but the gap is closing uh, with much smaller models that are way less expensive to train because that's that's the big factor
2: mm-hmm yeah, um, next one, big breakthroughs in AI for video, time series, I don't know what that means, biology and chemistry, do you know what that term is? Time series? No. time series. Uh, I'll have to look that up. But I'm excited for that, maybe you are too, and I don't know if you've seen You know, we talked a couple of weeks ago about Runway ML and the latest iteration of that, but there's another one out, which I have not played with yet, called Pika, P-I-K-A?
1: Yeah, Pika, yeah, Pika yeah, Labs, um, yeah, I, it's it's another Discord uh, interface. Mm-hmm. I, I got it set up, but I haven't really played with it. That's text to video. Text I, I was to think video. It's, uh, something else was three uh, D models, but
2: uh, oh yeah. But I saw a, a reel that they they released, you know, a highlight reel of their stuff, and you would swear it's Pixar. It's, really. Oh, yeah, impressive.
1: Oh, I didn't think it was... A, 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 Things move really quickly. They do. <laughs> no, we we're off for a week. When I was looking at it way back three <laughs> weeks ago, uh, it wasn't as good as, uh, you know, runway gen two. <laughs> you know? It's knocking on the door now. I know. I know. It's, it's craziness. <laughs> um, and then, uh, yeah, we'll talk much more about the cost, monetary and environmental of AI. And we alluded to that um, with the... Obviously, the uh, electrical power bills. Yeah. yeah, a
2: popular media will be mostly AI generated. So take your pick of that. Whether whether it's blockbuster movies. I mean, can't you just? I could just see the whole Marvel universe sliding into AI production sooner rather than later.
1: Yeah, it won't be any worse for it. Yeah, it's really <laughs> bad. I don't know if you're into that. I, but it's just... You know, like there are some movies that I I can enjoy. Just because of the eye candy and appreciation for visual effects, like the Transformers movies. Like the first time I saw one of those, I was like, "Look how complicated that model is, and all the things Mm -hmm. that are moving, and how they got that thing. They had to actually build something to unfold like that." And that's a that's amazing, and it looked photorealistic. It was unbelievable. Um, You know, a lot of them aren't great movies, but yeah, I'm, I'm getting less and less enamored. Mm -hmm. with that or less able to to be entertained by that alone um because there's so much of it you know it's everything is getting very very good and you know when it was something unique and uh, groundbreaking that's one thing but but yeah i have kind of i've really lost interest in superhero movies um when i saw the first avengers i saw it in Mm the theater and i was i walked out of there crazy impressed i was like Man, who directed this? And, and mm. who who's the director? His name is escaping me. And um, but but anyway, I, I was crazy impressed with it. But then the interest dropped off pretty rapidly.
2: Yeah, I'm right there with you. Uh, I can forgive a lot if visually I'm I'm intrigued. Mm-hmm. You know, I think we've had this conversation about maybe some of the newer Alien installments or even Oblivion, like gorgeous films. Like, and you can forgive some storytelling. Yeah, and shortcomings but it's all become as gorgeous as it is and as complex as it is a a production it's become procedural and it's just i don't know the the magic's gone man Mm -hmm. like i i don't know what kind of breakthrough what kind of avatar or t2 breakthrough visually needs to happen or maybe it's just i liken it to this some of my favorite music is metal and hard rock and if it's just compressed you know balls to the wall and there's no dynamic range it kind of loses its luster and that's kind of what is lacking now in movie making is dynamic range
1: that's a good analogy that's you know i I like that yeah i am enjoying we're we're watching um it's a series on apple tv plus it's called slow horses it's gary oh i hear this is great it is wonderful you will love it money back guarantee but gary oldman is masterful in it the best it's a british spy thing and it is tinker
2: taylor soldier spy very kind much
1: of, but right? I, but i like it better um it's really great you know the visual effects if there are i'm sure there are some but you know they're just supporting the story mm-hmm. yeah i mean mm-hmm. i'd probably minimal cg in in it and i am just like s- watching every second of it and loving every second of it and I'm, yeah that's just more more interesting these days it is you, know. you had me at Gary Oldman. Yeah, uh, this guys, this guys, the best. Uh, that guy
2: and can read read the phone book. You... Do they still make phone books? <laughs> he can, he he That's can read right. it. And I'll watch.
1: You will love him in it. It's he's funny. I mean, he's funny in it because he's such he's... a curmudgeon, and uh, it's just oh, it's wonderful. It's great. One last thing on on the whole movie mm-hmm. and CG thing. Mm-hmm. When Jurassic Park came out, uh, well, before it came out, you heard what the premise was, and and then it was this very ambitious visual effects of like it was mm-hmm. one of the first movies that had like major CG characters the dinosaurs interacting with real world stuff mm-hmm. and uh and then the premise was like they extracted DNA from this you know fossilized from a fossil whatever mm-hmm. and uh i'm like that seemed it seemed plausible you know and so it it had the story and it had the visuals mm-hmm. and it was the whole package but yeah. yeah it seems like a lot of movies now or just have the just just the visuals and yeah, lacking. lacking some substance yeah. i don't
2: even know where we left off oh a popular media will be mostly ai generated was the prediction <laughs> yeah <laughs>
1: oh that sucks mm-hmm. ah <laughs> <laughs> oh, that sucks yeah it's gonna get worse uh, you I mean, mean the
2: mo- movie making is gonna get worse yeah, is that what you're saying
1: i mean you know you and i we're i mean we're i i would consider us ai advocates and you know, sure. for the most part but but man there is an aspect of it that i am not thrilled about
2: we are staunchly pro-human
1: yes yes yeah augmented human yeah no. uh, <laughs> no, that's right um, and then uh, lastly 10 million ai builders on hugging face leading to no increase of unemployment mm. so people are going to yeah. be building ai busy building ai stuff
2: Mm-hmm. until the ai builds the ai stuff <laughs> yeah, that's right right i i don't know i mean uh, I'll, uh, that's great uh, i hope yeah. there's no increase in unemployment but i think that's mm. you know pipe dream yeah my friend vin i was hanging out with him hey vin if you're listening you're probably not um <laughs> i was hanging out with him at thanksgiving and we were waxing philosophic about all this and he was like Yeah, we're going to be considered legacy humans
1: (laughs) oh (laughs) legacy humans
2: there's a good band name (laughs) i know that's great um and i'm i'm happy to say this week we have a very definitive cheer and beer segment i don't know if you read ahead in the script if you you Cheated, uh, you know, if you were one of those students who read ahead in the novel that was assigned to you. we you, I, I'm you
1: realizing we need an opposite of dun dun dun. We need like. Dun, we dun, dun, do. <laughs> you
2: know? Oh, dude, feed that into 11 Labs and yeah. see what it d- does with it. And you got to have that like queued up. You just like hit like a trigger and.
1: Some kind of horn but, trill or something. You know? yeah, like a horn, yeah, big like
2: soul horn section. Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah.
2: This I think you would dig this. I I totally dig this. So an AI tool, GNOME G N O M E, has found two point two million new crystals. Uh I don't know specifically what crystals are. Sounds like a video game. I know, right? It sounds like uh something in <laughs> Zelda. Including three hundred and eighty thousand stable materials that could power future technologies. So long and the short of it is that this AI has discovered the equivalent of 800 years of materials research in the past, whatever, couple months. I mean, that's amazing. Is that unbelievable?
1: That's that's, that's life-changing. 800 years. That could turn into so many new technologies, and it can be the foundation for so many things.
2: Totally. New power sources. Like you said, new materials, of course. Think about, let's say you're in the 40s, 1940s, and all these synthetic, maybe even earlier than that, I don't don't know the timeline specifically, but like, you know, polyester, rayon, Mm -hmm. Teflon, all these things that we now take for granted, and that's like 70 years ago. This thing, just 380,000 new material, who even knew that that was available to us? You know, considering that the periodic table of elements is basically the recipe kit for our universe as we know mm-hmm. it. So now there's 383,000 other things available? What does that mean? I can't even process that.
1: So, yeah, I mean, these aren't elements, So they're, but they're yeah, referring right. to them as crystals, though. That's interesting. So what does that mean chemically? I need
2: somebody smarter than me to explain yeah. what that is. Like, is a crystal, it's really just a it's a molecule of other, but how come those molecules haven't been combined previously? Like. I don't know. I, I got to process yeah, this. I'm going to have
1: to get clarification. I remember in one of the Star Trek movies when they go down to Earth and it was wasn't one of the better ones, but uh Scotty was uh he was complaining that they didn't have any transparent aluminum. Uh, but yeah, sounds sounds like we're going to have that soon.
2: Transparent aluminum. Oh yeah. That's probably coming. So, along with that, these are the other things this could potentially impact this discovery of 2.2 million new crystals the technological impact promises advancements in computer chips batteries solar panels and more uh, we just said 800 years of research caught up 800 years AI utilization uses deep learning for predicting material stability improving discovery rate to 80 percent global collaboration external researchers oh yeah these materials many of them have already been verified in use uh, accessible database release the database of new materials to aid further research sustainability potential to develop greener technologies like better electric car batteries and efficient computing superconductors to power those giant 300,000 square foot data centers
1: mm. Man.
2: wild times Man, yeah
1: that's a biggie that
2: sounds oh my god potentially reality changing isn't it yeah and and we're still like we're we're right at the beginning this is like six months until this stuff really leaped into the public sphere
1: and so six many months. people still have no clue
2: no clue and and or they' are outright resisting it and still saying this is not nearly as impactful as it is yeah mm-hmm so good. I'm glad we're kind of wrapping it up on that positive note. That's super cool. Um, anything in
1: Midjourney or the likes? I, I looked at the summarization of the last office hours, and uh, it didn't seem like anything groundbreaking yet. Um, you know, this still the you know we talked about the style tuner thing last mm-hmm, week, last mm-hmm. um, episode. So yeah, no 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 big developments there yet.
2: Yeah. And meanwhile, is that going to be open AI, like possibly relegated to the scrap heap? Like while these other things like Leonardo and, you know, Firefly and all these other ones keep knocking at the door and getting better and better by the
1: week? I don't know. I'm very curious about whenever version six comes out, because anytime it's been mentioned, it sounds like it's going to be a big improvement. So we'll see. What have you been using for image generation, yeah. The, the, what's the one? Uh, it, it's the the Bing. Uh,
2: that's powered by Dolly. So I use Dolly three, and I use Firefly basically.
1: Right. So like when we made the, we were working on the image for the previous episode, the uh, GPTs, the uh, custom car. GPTs rev up. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, we wanted the letters GPT on there, and and Dolly seems like the only one right now that handles text with any reasonable ability. And, yeah. Um, and then you showed me some potential images for for this episode, and I'm like, those are great. Like I could probably, I might get a better quality image out of Mid Journey, but it's not going to do the text. It just doesn't. And, yeah. And uh, and Leonardo's, I don't know. I haven't played enough with it um, to determine, but it it, it seems like Dolly is the king of text. Uh, right, you know, right now, when you actually specifically want some text in the image. Yeah.
2: yeah, it integrates it well.
1: Yeah. And that is one thing they've mentioned as, as coming, I think, in version six. Um, it was specifically text, and you can basically mm-hmm. enable that or disable it when you're generating.
2: Cool. I don't, I don't know. I mean yeah, I'm getting Dolly three with my chat GPT subscription for twenty bucks a month and you're paying ten bucks for Mid Journey? Yeah. Is that what you're paying? Mm-hmm.
1: But hmm. I think it doesn't anybody, like anybody has access to DALI, though, right? Like just via, they do. via the uh, yeah. Bing image generator or whatever, right? Exactly. Yep. Which is
2: now, I think, called Copilot. But okay. even though when I go on it, it still says Bing image generator, whatever. Yep. Um, so yeah, that stuff is getting better by the moment. Um, so we're going to leave you with the listener question. What do you think the future holds for OpenAI? Are you following this, you know, ongoing drama? Will it implode? Will it be Netscaped? that's a verb now yeah
1: (laughs) some people (laughs) listening might not know what Netscape is I know you You want to explain (laughs) it really quick a little uh, asterisk for the for the young folk (laughs) Netscape Navigator was one of the early web browsers that that were available uh, when when the the World Wide Web you Mm. know when everyone said just go to www Um, and you were surfing the web back then. Yeah, and I remember like, oh wow, it's free! I can just download Netscape Navigator. Wow, this is cool. I downloaded. I got it on a disc in the mail, <laughs> brother. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: along with Netscape Messenger <laughs> and Netscape Communicator. Yeah. Oh yeah, forgot yeah. about those. Remember that? <laughs> yeah. So. Bottom line is, so this Netscape thing, I'm not going to belabor this. Netscape comes out, and it kind of for a moment there dominated what was search engine, like web browsing. And then Microsoft, in its audacity, decides to bundle Internet Explorer with its offerings and effectively kills Netscape Navigator on the spot, doesn't it?
1: I think so. I mean, I I was super resistant. I stuck with Netscape for... To, oh, I to did, too. To the bitter end. But um, they ended yeah.
2: up going to an anti antitrust lawsuit and mm-hmm. dragging in, uh, Microsoft to court because it was, you know, non-competitive the way they did it. Oh, they bundled it with the operating system. Oh, that's, that's what they a, did. Yeah, they right, they right. bundled it with Windows. Yep. Anyway, so will OpenAI go the way of Netscape? Uh, and how soon might that be? What do you think? Let us know. Anything else, my friend?
1: No, I don't think... For, for me, I don't think OpenAI is going in a looked like it was going <laughs> to... Looked like it was going to the scrap heap uh, Mm. just a week ago. But uh, yeah, yeah, I think things are in place for that to not happen again.
2: Mm -hmm. All right. Well, time will tell. Thanks for listening, everybody. Subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. Throw us a rating wherever you can if you like what you hear. And we'll see you next week.
0: This has been Up Against Reality. Thanks for listening. Subscribe to hear future episodes and be sure to follow us on social media for all things AI. Until next time, stay human, people.